Praise the Lord. I wish you all a very blessed, Christ-centered, Happy New Year 2019. Really, my heart rejoices as I enter and the church, the service started from the beginning till now. As we read Isaiah 54, verse 10, each and every word what we heard, it proves that the presence of God is here and that every word is God's word to every one of us. Every one of us, whether you accept it or not, whether you are aware it or listen to it or not, believe me, it is for you. Today, in this new year, God has given me the title to share with you about revival. What is revival? To understand the word revival, there are three stages. One is reformation, bringing back the pure doctrine or truth. Reformation. Revival, bringing back the life and the power. Bringing back the life and the power. That means which was last. Restoration is another word. Bringing back the pattern and the structure to the former state. So each of these three complements each other. But the revival is the core aspect that takes care of the rest because it is life and power. Life and power. Just to recollect what you heard, the Bible is full of revivals. Revival under kings, that is King Ezekiel. Revival under reformers like Ezra. Revival is following in the Pentecost that all of us know. So, who sends the revival? Revival is God sent or heaven sent. Isaiah 64, 1a says, Oh, that you would rend the heavens, that you would come down, that the mountains might shake at your presence. Man cannot... Work out revival. A preacher cannot bring revival. If so, it will go as it come. But revival is only from God. Ezekiel 36, 36 says, Then the nations which are left all around, you shall know that I, the Lord, have rebuilt the ruined places and planted what was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it and I will do it. That is the promise. Revival is usually, it is sudden. How is it? Acts 2, 2 says, And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of 
a rushing mighty wind and it filled the whole house where they were sitting so there are many scriptures but to make it short because of our time is uh, uh, not sufficient for us and uh, some of the things we put behind why we need revival why we need revival Re- revival makes god presence real revival makes god's presence real there is nothing without his presence so how do we say that the holy spirit makes god's presence real acts 23 and 433 acts 2 to 4 2 chapter chapter 2 3 and 4 says then there appeared to them divided tongues as of fire and one sat upon each of them for they were all filled with the holy spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the spirit gave so first of all the revival brings god's presence to us that will become real secondly revival results in evangelism in evangelism the preacher makes the altar call but in revival the people makes the altar call how do you say that acts 237 says now when they heard this they were cut into their heart and said to peter and the rest of the apostles men and brethren what shall we do that is the revival that is the revival revival makes the difference it is not by the preacher giving an altar call who are uh, wish to come uh, accepted revival is from the people so the most conversion the evident is in acts chapter 2 41 3000 is Acts chapter 4 verse 4 5000 is added that is revival Acts 18 that is our key verse for a church but you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria to the end of the earth so this is how the revival happened early revival leads the church into maturity once again i repeat it what revival why revival needs revival brings god's presence revival leads to missionary or mission work thirdly it leads the church to maturity acts 2:44 and 45 now all who believed were together and had all things in common and sold their possessions and goods and divided them among all as any one had need that means no attachment of earthly things revival leads people of the church to not to attach with the world on the things of the world 439 says the lord look on their threats and grant to your servant that with all boldness they may speak the word 
5:29 says but the peter but peter and the other apostles answered and said remember this word we have to obey god rather than men okay now who needs the revival the first part of the message is very very clear to us actually i took five questions three questions but god added two more questions to you just recollect the questions what you heard from our pastor uh, leslie first thing even my questions are here what is my question first to represent his name lord's name has to be honored that is one second thing we should embrace mission we should have mission oriented mind thirdly god wants his people to obey his word under this all these five you can add it what is that have have been obedient to god in everything that he asked you to do have you been thankful to god for everything what god has done to you Have you lived a clean and pure holy life? And have you been faithful to God? And have you served God? So the revival, who needs revival? If it is a spiritual, those who receive God's call, still they are delaying to obey and accept his call or and obey his call and take up the challenge. They need revival. those who are led to take any ministry to serve the lord in the church i just personalize it and still you are holding and sitting in your seat very tightly you need revival yes in all of us well, so this is what god expects so revival is for the people those who are simply disobey god dishonor god always we expect god's promises god's promises are always with the precepts we are hold on to the promises living the precepts god we are expecting god to fulfill all our desires that is true it is the promise why we are not received even though we passed 2018 all of you should have expected many things or you should have made a commitment to god that you will do all these things before 2018 some of you may not have completed you need revival some of you could have expected some of the blessings in your life and still it was not answered you need revival because there is a, there could be a some reason and one of the reason could be of your disobedient of your sinful nature there is still sin in you that stops you that prevents you to receive that blessings and some of you may be having a troubled life in your personal life spiritual life in your family life in the church or in the community or among your relatives there is no peace or good relationship with them 
that take away, taken you off peace, you need revival. If you are such a person, today God is speaking to you, you need revival. For us, very shortly, what we understand from the whole Bible is, that is from the experience of Israelites, his own chosen people. And we are called or considered and believed we are spiritual Israelites. Our God is God of Abraham, Isaac and Jacob, God of Israel and he is our God. Am I right? Do you believe that? Jesus Christ is the Lord. Our God is the God of Israel. He is our God. Amen? We are his children. We are all chosen. Right? Now, let us learn from their experiences what God wants us to learn. What the Bible says about, first we, the greatest consequences of our sin is that God's name is profound. But our text point of of some consequences of sin that was we read it. But few things I mentioned it here. Israel had become spiritually I am taking this from Ezekiel chapter 36. Ezekiel from chapter 36. Israel had become spiritually dirty, become impurity and idolatry. Israel had allowed their hearts to become like a stone. Verse 26. Israel had broken fellowship with God's precious spirit. Verse 27. God said, whether you are faithful or not, our God is faithful. Whether you are faithful to God or not, our God is always faithful in his promises. So God said, I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my status and you will keep my judgment and do them. Now, the rest of the passages concerns getting our relationship back. What is it? When Christian sins, God wants us to come back into relationship with him immediately. God is always waiting. Even we sin and gone astray from his presence. He is always there as a father. Waiting and expecting and expecting for us to come to him. Here, verse 22. It is for the sake of God himself that he will restore Israel. And it is for his sake that is he is still calling men and women out of this world and to his wondrous light. He will keep his promises. Even if he refuse to keep ours, look at what he promises to do for us. Verse 24, what he said, because of their, of their disobedient and deliberate sin, God himself has scattered them. But now, because of his mercy, because of his promise sake, because of his name's sake, 
again what he said verse 11 24 he gathered him what he says here verse 24 for i will take you from among the nation gather you out of all countries and bring you into your own land that is restoration that is restoration wherever you are you are scattered even god himself is scattered because of your failures because of your disobedience because you could not able to maintain the promises or vow to you made with god in the last year but now the message to you is our god is god of restoration verse 25 god promises cleansing to those who return to him verse 25 let me read it for you then i will sprinkle clean water on you and you shall be clean i will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols god is the one who cleanses restores he will cleanse us in this new year god promises is verse 26 to give us new heart new heart verse 26 i will give you a new heart and put a new spirit within you i will take the heart of stone out of your flesh and give you a heart of flesh because of your stony heart you are disobedient you are become rebellious even you do not know whether you are committing sin or not but now the word of god is says he will change your heart verse 27 god promises to you is place a spirit within each of us 27 what it says i will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgment and do them see the steps first restoration second cleansing third give me a new heart fourthly keeping his own spirit in us that is revival that's what god is going to do you in this new year god said i will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statutes and you will keep my judgment unto them so we must be willing to return to god and to be renewed and revived to be a citizen of kingdom of heaven we must be willing to repent and turn to god how to get revival even though god does it it is revival comes to answer to your prayer the very famous revival text is second chronicles chapter 7 verse 14 let me close it if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land if you do so definitely god will restore you whatever you lost you will get it whatever you missed it 
or yet to come in your life you will have it wherever you have a trouble and confusion and you lost peace god will restore your peace in this year so here now here we we will declare year 2019 is a year of revival in the name of the father and of the son and of the holy spirit for the glory of god precept for 2019 is from acts chapter 5 verse 29b as we read we have to obey god rather than men we have to obey god rather than men that means you should not fear men we should not fear men that puts many things behind you are holding you if you obey god definitely god will take care of you and come with you promise for us this year is same ezekiel chapter 36 verse 36 very easy to remember see god is expecting us always to be test- to testify of his goodness even in the chapter uh, acts chapter 18 says you should be a witnesses more than you are preaching by your very life you should declare the name lift up the name of our god you should live as a testimony in this world so that the world will know we are his children he is our god that is the promise so for you the promise is it is taken from nlt then the surrounding nations that survive will know that i the lord have rebuilt and ruined and replanted the wasteland the wasteland for i the lord have spoken and i will do what i say once again i'll read it for you then the surrounding nation that survive will know that i the lord have rebuilt and the ruin and replanted the wasteland for i the lord have spoken i will do what i say whatever god has spoken he said i have spoken i will do it what god has said i will restore you i will cleanse you i will give you a new heart i will keep my spirit in you and you will become new that is a god promises whatever god said he said he will do it by that the world will know other nations will know that he is our god let god bless our words thank you now is the time for us to go to the lord's table because of the time we can just go very quickly let's bow down before the lord and close our eyes and pray for the communion table which was kept before us and it is a great privilege for us to be here
Father God, we thank you and we praise you. What a privilege it is to be in your house as we enter the new year 2019. As you have been speaking to us from the beginning till now, now it is a time for us to celebrate the table which you kept before us as a sign. We have to celebrate the victory that you've given us. We were all sinners of this world. But because of your grace and your mercy, you sent your only son, Jesus Christ, to this world. Crucify him on the cross by shedding his precious blood. Lord, you cleansed us and made us as a worthy children to you. Now we are going to take part in this table, O oh Father. Lord, bless the wine which was kept and the bread which was kept before us. Sanctify it. As we are going to take part in this, let us take it, uh, Lord, and enjoy your presence. And before that, Lord, make us as the worthy children to take part in that. As you have commanded us to do, Father, you, the Holy Spirit of God, you convicts us, corrects us. Lord, forgive all of our sins and give us the full conscience so that we will take part in this table to glorify your name. In Jesus' name we pray. As we know that, 1 Corinthians chapter 11, this is what the scripture says. I'm not going to read it. First of all, before we go to the Lord's table, let us know what it means. It is not once again, it is a ritual. And we have to do it on the new year day or uh, once in a month. Not like that. It, there is a meaning. This is the ord one of the ordinances of the New Testament church. And this is the commandment. It is not optional. It is a commandment. When you go through the scripture, it's always, do this, do this, do this. Repeatedly the word comes to us. So it is a commandment. And before that, what is the meaning of it? Number one, it is a memorial. What is the memorial? Here the memorial is, the body, the blood is, represent mean to God, by the body of Jesus Christ. The blood which was, the wine which was kept, it represents the blood of Jesus Christ. And that we have to remember when we take it. Secondly, it is a proclamation. What is the proclamation? What we are going to proclaim here? First of all, we proclaim from our faith the Lord's death and the Lord's return. And how long we have to do? Till he comes. We have to proclaim his death, his coming until he comes. And it is a communion. That means we are coming together in the taking the blood and the wine. And also we are coming, not only it is a celebration in the sense, it is God, the Lord Jesus Christ himself as dead along with his disciples. And today when we are having, it is not only among us, also with our God. So it is coming together in union, in oneness in mind, oneness in faith, oneness in understanding, and so on. 
secondly the observance of the supper it has to be done with reverence it should not be taken very lightly and it is not for everybody it is for the people those who accepted the lord jesus christ confessed their sins and received assurance of their forgiveness and obeyed the lord into what is a baptism it is for those who accepted jesus christ as the lord and savior even though you accepted as a lord and savior if you feel that guilt in you there is a sin in you some way or the other you are not led to come because you have done something against somebody or you have done something or disobeyed something to god it is better you stay back so you cannot be taken it is not you are not forced to take it so it should be taken with reverence secondly it has to be done with a self examination that's what i said so you have to examine yourself if you have any sin in you better you stay and it has to be done with the other christians as we know it is a communion it has to be done with as often as possible but still it is a special day as we enter into the new year it is a privilege it is a blessing and uh, taking part in this lord's table so it is open for the people those who are uh, led to take part in this ashes will help you please uh, cooperate with them and join with us in taking part in this lord's table Please, please. Come to the table of mercy, prepared with the wine and the bread. All who are hungry and thirsty, come and your souls will be fed. Come at the Lord's invitation Refrain from His nails cards Eat of the bread of salvation 
Drink of the blood of the Lamb On the night you were betrayed You took the bread After giving thanks you broke Ate and said This is my body Broken for you And as you ate my body broken for you and as you ate it remember me on the night you were betrayed you held the cup after giving thanks you lived up this is my blood poured out for you and as you drink it remember me this is my blood poured out for you and as you drink it remember me so we thank you for the blood and for your bread And we gave the life you gave and the blood you shed As we remember your wondrous love You gave your body, you shed your blood as we remember your wondrous love You gave your body, you shed your love By your blood you have saved us By your blood you have freed us By your blood we can enter into your holy place by your love you forgave us by your power you have raised us by your power precious blood of the lamb so we thank you for the blood and for the bread for the life you gave you gave and the blood you shed as we remember your wondrous love You gave your body, you shed your blood As we remember your wondrous love You gave your body, you shed your blood by your blood you have saved us by your blood you have freed us by your blood we can enter into your holy place by your power you forgave us by your power you have raised us by your blood precious blood of the Lamb. so Thank you for the blood 
and for the wine, for the life you gave and the blood you shed, as we remember your wondrous love, you gave your body. You shed your blood as we remember your wondrous love. You gave your body, you shed your blood. By your blood, you have saved us. By your blood, you have freed us. By your blood, we can enter. Into your holy place By your love You forgave us By your power You have raised us By your blood Precious blood of the Lamb By your blood You have freed us By your blood You have freed us By your blood We can enter into your holy place by your blood you have given us by your power you have raised us by your blood precious blood of the lamb by your love precious blood of the lamb by your blood precious blood of Shall we rise up? Hallelujah. 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 Are you excited? I'm excited in 2019. I don't see you being excited. Hallelujah. Give God a mighty clap. He has brought us to 2019. Powerfully to 2019. And he has given us a promise. Can I say Ezekiel 36, 6, 36, 36? 36, 36. It's very easy. 36, 36. That's the promise. And I've collected that promise. I'm going to run with it in 2019. And I hope you have collected that promise. And you're going to run with it. I was sitting there. And they said, then the nations which are left all around you shall know that I am the Lord. The doctors and the hostels that are left behind will know that I am the Lord. That's a word for somebody there. 
I don't know what challenge he had in 2018, but the hospitals and doctors will know that the Lord has rebuilt the ruins and he has replanted the wasteland. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, man will know that our God has rebuilt us. I mean, there's, there's so much into that verse. There's so much in that promise and you need to tap into it. I don't know how you will tap into it. I've already started tapping into it. Because by the end of 2019, they must see that the Lord has spoken. The Lord said, I have spoken and I will do it. What else do I need in 2019? I have all that is sufficient for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's what I wanted to run. We're going to pray, we're going to share the grace and until the choir can continue singing. And you will dance joyfully going into 2019. I know pastor says revival starts with us. I'm willing to do that hard work. Are you willing to do that hard work? Are you willing to come and minister in the household of God? Within my spirit, there are some people, your problems are already solved. They're already solved. It's just only need for you to obey. That long last problem is you need to be revived, as Pastor said. Hallelujah. Let's just pray. Let's lift it up our hands and say, Lord, I receive this promise this coming year. I receive this promise this year, Father Lord. Lord, your word has spoken, Father Lord. And let it be unto me as you have spoken, Father Lord. Revive me, Lord. Revive me in 2019, Father Lord. That, Lord, they will know that you have rebuilt the desolate line in my life, Father Lord. That they will know that there's a living God in my life, Father Lord. Lord, revive my spiritual walk with you, Father Lord. In 2019, Father Lord, you have given this word, Father Lord. I will run with it, Father Lord. I will run with it, Father. I will run with it, Father Lord. Lord, I say thank you, Father Lord. Thank you for this His word, Father Lord. His word is not scarce in our midst, Father Lord. Father Lord, we say thank you. Be thy exalted, Father. For in Jesus' name we have prayed. Father Lord, I say thank you. On behalf of this congregation, Lord, we say thank you, Lord. Thank you for ushering us into 2019. With a powerful word to run with, Father Lord. Lord, we say thank you. We say thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Because you're going to do great and mighty things in our midst, Father Lord. People will be revived. People will grow close to you, Father Lord. Our lives will change, Father Lord. Because, Lord, you have required us to be a testimony unto you, Father Lord. In this land, in this church, Father Lord. Lord, we say thank you, Lord. Lord, for everybody that has come here today, Lord, we ask, Lord, they shall take a blessing into this 2019. Whatever they have tabled before your, heart, your, your throne of grace, Father Lord. Lord, I pray that you will answer them speedily this year. Even before they ask, Father Lord, you will hear them and you will answer them. Lord, we say thank you. Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for this glorious years. Thank you, Father Lord. Lord, even as we depart, Father Lord, to go into this, our homes, Father Lord, we go into our cars, we drive. Lord, we ask that you take us safely. But this night, Father Lord, my prayer is for everybody here, Father Lord, that you reveal yourself for this 2019 into everybody's life, Father Lord. Everybody, Father Lord, they will chew on these words, Father. And Lord, you will speak to every soul, Father Lord. In his bed as he sleeps, Father Lord, you will give him a meaning into 2019, Father Lord. Lord, we ask that you be exalted, Father. For in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the love of God and the spirit fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Amen.